Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So today, don't have a whole lot to talk about, but I thought I'd share some wisdom that I've gained over the years that some of you might find interesting. Um, because a few of my friends are going to be doing their first 50K this weekend at um, the Prickly Pear, which is held at McAllister Park in San Antonio. And um, yeah, I was originally supposed to do the Prickly Pear 50K, but then I kind of chickened out and um, decided to just just do the uh, 15K, which in itself was pretty challenging. But um, I think my plan is honestly to finish that, take off my bib, and then just go run another loop on my own because it is a public park. Just kind of see where I feel or how I feel and where I'm at. And because uh, I've been really trying hard to push myself a little bit more. Um, so yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but sometimes when you do a, a long race like this, they let you bring what they call drop bags. And there are a lot of schools of thought about what to put in your drop bag. Do you really need a drop bag? Um, I know for my first 50k I did have a drop bag and it was at the start finish and um, which was kind of you know I just had like extra shoes and socks and stuff like that in there and um, and, and the loops were only about like 6.7 miles or something like that so it wasn't too hard you know but it did rain so <laughs> I did need to change out my shoes and socks um, at least once and uh, so you know that's always handy um, now, when I attempted Cactus Rose 50 Mile um, the following year, um, I was given some really good advice by another runner, and she had uh, recommended that we get these really big, I want to say they're like five-gallon bags, and I think you can find them at like the dollar store, or I think I was finding mine at Home Depot, but they're just like Ziploc bags, and they're really big. And you just put all your stuff in there. And because Cactus Rose is a self-supported race, um, I needed to create one for every aid station. So I think there's like about five that I had to make up. And so um, my friend's advice was to put the same stuff in each bag so that way you know knew what you were getting which I thought was a really good idea. Um, and generally the kind of stuff that I was putting in there, again, socks, I really couldn't change, I really did not have five pairs of shoes, so had to kind of strategically you know, make a decision if I wanted to throw another pair of shoes somewhere. Um, and then I put in just different kinds of food and um, I mean, obviously, you know, non-perishable or as much as you could do. I can't even remember what all I had in there, but I know <laughs> even when I do long runs now, I will pack up a cooler and throw it in the back of my car and I'll just have all kinds of stuff. And they're like fruit and cookies and chips. And, you know, it's just like a regular aid station. And I'll have like a Mexican Coke um, because they're just amazing. And maybe a Topo Chico, um, just because I just don't know what I'm going to feel like having. And so I just want to have that there just in case. And um, in fact, my friends sort of enjoy doing long runs with me when I bring my cooler because <laughs> I've got such good snacks. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, so what I did on the for the cactus rose was that I, I put in, again, um, socks, extra shirt, maybe for each loop. I think I brought coconut water. 
um, maybe a Red Bull. Um, I don't know. I went through a phase where I was drinking Red Bull. Ugh. Um, don't really care for that anymore. I don't know. It just tastes like chemicals. Um, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Uh, I would put one in, you know, each drop bag. Um, trying to think of what else I would put in there. Probably some Pringles. I think I may even have tried to put some sort of, I don't know, like jerky or something like that in there. Um, but again, you just want to make sure you've got a little bit of everything and um, because you just don't know what you're going to want or need. I know it sounds expensive and it kind of can get that way. Um, <laughs> the The big key on this one, though, is to make sure that you label your bag. And I just got some fun tape. I just, I think I found some, you know, it's like yellow or I think one time I got like this red and white polka dotted tape. Um, and put your bib number on it and your last name. And the key here, though, is to put what's inside the bag because um, sometimes when you're, especially if it's dark and you've been out there for a long time, you're going to be kind of delirious and not sure what you want. Um, spare batteries are also another good idea if you're using a headlamp that requires you to um, you know, put batteries in it. Mine's rechargeable, so I guess what I could do is just throw in a flashlight with extra batteries, you know, probably like midway through or something, just in case I needed it. Um, and then, I'm trying to think of what else. Maybe a hat, you know. Um, but but my friend was, was sort of adamant about putting the same stuff in each bag, so that way you're not wondering, geez, which bag did I put that blah, blah, blah in? And so I thought that was a really good idea. Now, I mean, for 50K, you're probably only going to need one bag. But I always like to throw a little treat or something that I really find comforting after beating myself up for 31 miles. Um, so it might be something, you know, like it could be some kind of cookie or just, I don't know. I, d I guess it just sort of depends on what your tastes are. But nonetheless, I, I think it's always, it's kind of a, a pleasant thing. You don't want to go to it and go, oh, God, why didn't I think about this, you know? Um, I'm trying to think of what other kinds of things are good to put in that drop bag. Um, I do think maybe throwing a, a rain poncho or something, you know, in, in a bag, if you're, if you're doing a big loop, um, is probably not a bad idea somewhere. Um, and, and again, putting inside or putting what's inside on the outside of the bag will help you a lot because there's going to be times when you're going to feel kind of delirious and you're, you don't want to be rummaging through and going, God, where is that thing? You know, and so this way you just know it's, it's there, it's uniform and boom, you're done. So, um, yeah. And I think it's also, if you're doing more than a 50 miler, um, if you've got an extra garment or ambit or whatever you use, not a bad idea to have a spare someplace. I mean, you can also, you know, if you're using a hydration pack, you know, you can always stuff that thing uh, full of, you know, necessities also. Um, but nonetheless, I don't really want to weigh myself down too much. So, yeah, so there's that. Um, and I think mainly it's just, you know, staying calm and just trying to stay organized. And I think that's really, it's going to help you not worry about taking care of yourself so that way if you've done your prep in advance you'll be fine um just worry about your legs holding out or whatever and of course in my case at cactus rose as you probably know i <laughs> had to drop after the first aid station because i split open my knee and ended up having to go to the hospital for um stitches 
Um, but I did tell my other friends about my drop bags and I'm like, help yourself to whatever's in there. And I can still remember my friend Hoel going, man, you had some really good stuff in there. <laughs> so yeah, so if you do end up having to quit the race for some unknown reason, not a bad idea to share with your friends. Um, yeah, I may as well, otherwise it'll get a waste. But yeah, so I think, you know, the big thing with a with a drop bag is, you know, just that extra little bit of clothes, you know, maybe something for afterwards. Wet wipes are always really good in case you can't get to a shower right away. You know, change out of your stinky clothes. Um, and in my case, they're usually soaking wet from sweat. And, uh, you know, so I have some flip-flops or something to, you know, switch into so you get your feet out of those darn shoes and, um, yeah, you should be pretty well good good to go. Um, yeah, I think that's, <laughs> this one's kind of short and sweet this week, but uh, I think that's all I've got for now. So I'll uh, give you guys a report on Prickly Pear next week. Um, oh yeah, and I also did see, this is like talking on the phone with me. It's like, oh yeah, wait, I've got one more thing. I do have, uh, I did have a lady contact me last week um, when I posted on the Tejas Trails board um, about wanting masters runners uh, to be interviewed and she contacted me so I think we're gonna catch up I don't know if it's next week it probably is next week so yeah so I might have another master's edition coming up here soon and um, yeah and if you want to be interviewed if you're over 50 that's the only criterion um, let me know because I'd really like to talk to some of you folks and you don't have to be in Texas <laughs> I can and I think I figured out what I did wrong with that app and um, why I was cutting off and, and so I contacted their support people and that was helpful so hopefully I won't have that problem again and uh, yeah and, and a lot of good feedback about the interview with Louisa and uh, she should find out this week if she can start doing some weight bearing on that leg uh, I know she's getting really stir crazy, so send some positive vibes her way. And um, okay, for reals, I think that's all I've got for now. I'll see you next time. Yeah.